Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. Episode 428. It is Thursday here in Cincinnati. It is beautiful. We have 80 degrees, sunshine, blue skies, all the colors in the garden are popping open. It is glorious here in the Midwest. So I arrive a day into our Jupiter in Aries transit. If you are not familiar (laughs) with what that means after our Venus in Aries something conjunction (laughs) something that happened last week that i talked about we've now moved into this one year experience that we're going to be having with jupiter and aries and there's some beautiful information on all of the astrological sites about the cycles and when last we had this experience and what it's going to be bringing up and um, the lineup of the other planets in relationship to what's happening So there's some really good stuff. Um, The one report described it as starting off with a bang, (laughs) like yesterday, this week, this weekend. Also, we're going into a full moon this weekend in Scorpio. (laughs) There's this big bang of energy that happens. And then a year from now, next March, we will have what they call a bigger bang. And that is in the energy of Pluto. So there's some really powerful opportunities and expansions that are available for us if we are paying attention and tuning in and aligning with the powerful energy that's shifting. So I start with that, (laughs) all this energy, all this fire, all this like raw. (laughs) I start with that as we step into a title of tranquility, purple tranquility. Tranquility purple tranquility, purple tranquil, tranquil purple. I think it's gonna be purple tranquility, but we'll know by the end of the podcast. I've been playing with those words and sitting in my meditation feeling, you know, how do I, how do I express that to you? So I'm going to do it through a little story and then we'll see where it goes. Um, so, okay. So Wayne Dyer. We'll start with Wayne Dyer. Dr. Wayne Dyer, who has written so many books and has been one of the most profound teachers of consciousness and wisdom and all of the teachings that have moved through our planet. He he has been a huge teacher to so many people, including myself. And my friend Brendan introduced me to the work of Wayne Dyer in a big way. I remember when Wayne Dyer died many years ago, um, Brendan actually left me a message and he was devastated. He's like, he's gone. What are we going to do? Like, how is the world going to continue without this great man who's been teaching in all of these ways? And I hadn't really tuned that much into Wayne Dyer until then in a bigger way. And then after that, I actually felt and this kind of continues a message I've shared in other podcasts, I actually felt his energy more clearly and more directly. The, the downloads or the transmissions that he was sharing through his books 
were harder for me to receive than what I have been experiencing since then. And so I have had incredible, beautiful uh, messages or awarenesses that I feel are directly from the soul that was Wayne Dyer, that played the role in this life as Wayne Dyer. And I also know I'm not the only one. I, I know there must be millions of others who receive incredibly beautiful guidance from this soul. And I do believe when, when a soul dies, their physical body is complete in the human journey, but their energy, the connections that they established and built while they were here, that energy is like a life force, a live wire that continues to communicate and exchange even after the physical form is complete. And the, the number of people that that soul can communicate with and the clarity of the messages they can deliver depends on what work they were doing in this lifetime, how deep the connections were that they made, how open the people are to receiving those messages. You know, it's like any telephone communication, who's on either end of it, who's actually paying attention and listening to the messages of the conversation, and is the connection clear. It's the same for souls who've transitioned. And so I believe we have so many souls who are constantly offering us information and support those of us who are still here in physical bodies. It's, it's our uh, challenge or gift to be able to learn how to understand those communications and then trust them and believe who they're from when we receive them. I have so many clients who are like, I think I got a message from Jesus. I'm like, then you probably did. <laughs> you probably did because you wouldn't have known that that was coming from Jesus unless you had that idea that that came from Jesus. You know, or someone who will be like, Buddha. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your grandmother and your grandfather and your great relatives from lifetimes ago in your lineage also want to communicate with you. And it's all just energy. It's all love and growth and creativity transmitted through this morphogenetic energy field that, you know, so many people have studied and talked about. Yeah. <laughs> so Wayne Dyer's birthday was a couple days ago. <laughs> and my friend yesterday left me a message and she said, hey, you know, how are things going? What's happening? She's like, and by the way, what's the word? What's the word from Wayne Dyer? You know, I know you chat with him. Like, what's the word? I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I've actually asked, like, what's the word? <laughs> I sit in my meditation time and I ask for guidance and support and clarity. I offer gratitude. I don't know that I actually have said to Wayne Dyer's soul in the way that I feel I can connect with him. What's the word? <laughs> so today, a little bit ago, I was like, yo, <laughs> what's the word? <laughs> And immediately the word that I got was tranquil, tranquil. And I was like, tranquil, interesting. I could feel that, right? It's the energy I feel like we were describing in last week's episode about Venus, you know, that sense of calm and quiet and stillness and trust and alignment. I mean, tranquil is a vibration. And so I could feel I felt that last week when we were describing and talking about it, and I could feel it this morning when I was asking Wayne Dyer's soul to communicate. For some reason, the name I always get for him is Dya, D-Y-A, and when I was creating light medicine protocols during um, COVID quarantine time, 
I, I could feel how steady his guidance was, his and Louise Hay. Uh, I could feel their steadiness as I was channeling those meditations and the content for that whole library of work. And, and he kept, I kept getting the message, you're allowed to say Daya, like say Daya. I'm like, okay, but that, that's just what I get. That doesn't mean that's what everybody else understands. And also, isn't that the point, is that we each articulate what we receive as messages, as wisdom, and trust that whatever the truth is that sits inside of that will resonate with other people. And so maybe we all have different words or um, ways of expressing it, but the, the energy, the truth that sits underneath all of those different expressions, that continues and translates across all languages and all cultures. And I believe that's what Wayne Dyer continuously tapped into. It was the truth of the, the leaders, the wisdom keepers that he studied, the truth that sat in all of them. He would express that and weave them together. And so no matter your religion, your faith, your spirituality, you could sense at the center, the core of his work, the truth that he was expressing. And so I could feel all of that as I was creating light medicine, how, how those are neutralized light protocols <laughs> that aren't specific to culture or belief in medicine itself. They're just truth about light. So anyway, there's so many things to say when we bring Wayne Dyer <laughs> into the conversation. <laughs> oh, what a man. What a man. What a soul. What a life. You know, what an absolute legacy he established. And I was just so happy this morning thinking, feeling how we still celebrate his birthday, that his children bring it forward and so many fans and followers honor his birthday and send him love and even though we never met him, you know, we can still have that connection of gratitude and reverence for what he did. So, Wayne Dyer. <laughs> Wayne Dyer, friends and people. <laughs> if you don't know his work, perhaps this is your invitation to do a little investigating and see what, what resonates. But the word he gave me was tranquil. And as I was feeling into tranquil and and also thinking about how last week we were talking about pink and Venus. And we've now shifted into Jupiter in Aries energy. And um, just so much was moving inside of my meditation space about colors and consciousness and souls and wisdom and truth and expression. And how we bring all of that into this word of tranquil. And so what, what kept showing itself to me is like bring all the pieces together, weave, weave all of the pieces together in the way that you understand it. This is me to me, my soul to Viv, <laughs> saying bring all of them together and clearly articulate what you are feeling as concisely as possible so that the core truth at the center of all of that awareness can be expressed. And then it either resonates or it doesn't. It either activates something in you or it doesn't. And, and that's perfect. So, so here's how it feels to me. In this amazing book by Dr. Michael Newton that I've referenced many times, it's called Journey of Souls. He, he's also passed. He was a hypnotherapist who did hypnotherapy work to help people with trauma in their bodies, places where they had illnesses or 
pain that was unexplained. And so he would use hypnosis to guide them back to the origin of where that pain was, and then the pain would start to move, and they would heal and get better. What started happening as he you know, opened his practice and was so clear on his work is that people were regressing in hypnosis to past lifetimes. And, and I use past in the same way I think many people do. Parallel, future, time is a spiral. So were they past? Are they future? Are they present? Like, are they all happening at the same time? I don't believe any of us know until we actually leave this timeline and go into another one. And then we're like, oh, that's how it works. So we'll just use past as a reference point to help us understand it. He would find that people would go back to a past life, and that is actually where the trauma or the symptoms originated. And when they had the awareness of what happened in that lifetime, the pain in this lifetime would go away. Miracles. He was amazed. And he's like, I also don't know if I believe in past lives, but here are all these clients in recorded hypnosis sessions. He's got transcripts of all of them that he writes in his book. All of these amazing things are happening, and it's because they're going back to a past life. Then, <laughs> this is where it really got good, <laughs> he found that they were remembering where the soul was in between those lives. So the soul would have the experience, have the trauma, lock it in, and then have this place that would be in between coming back to the current life that they were in right now. And the souls would, re the humans would remember what the soul did in that space between the lives. And so he wrote about the space between the lives. <laughs> and it's all about souls. And I remember when I first was ready to read that book, when I was ready to remember, and I was reading all of the descriptions, there was just this, like, giddiness in me, this joy, this absolute, like, oh, my God, yes. Like, I know this. I know this to be true. I've been religious, studied religion, studied philosophy, never quite figured it out, never felt like anything was actually true until this, this, yeah, like, I believe this, I remember this, I feel this. And so he would describe how souls were birthed in groups and how they would evolve and move together and um, the, the evolution of their colors, you know, like, it was amazing. And so I devoured the book and then I was like, oh my God, <laughs> now what? And it started me on this path of awakening in a very profound way, along with energy reading and um, self-help books, going through my divorce. Like there were so many other pieces that were all combining beautiful teachers, wise, amazing teachers who showed up when I was ready to learn. So all of this was happening, but this book was pivotal for me in activating a remembering of the colors, specifically the colors. So he describes how when a soul is birthed, it's neutral, white, blank canvas, basically. And as the soul moves through all of these different experiences and places and energy fields, whatever words you want to use, as the soul evolves, it adds more color to its core and it becomes a specific hue or shade just like in the rainbow as it evolves as it moves and so the the beginning is this white tan neutral and the end of that learning is purple just like on a rainbow which is why I think we have rainbows <laughs> it's like a visual reminder to us of the magic of the soul ethereal and also creating color existing as color and so we have 
this beautiful arc of the colors and he has it in a little chart <laughs> in the book line 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 <laughs> the color and then you know where they are in their level of advancement and basically he describes how purple is the end of the soul's mastery and then before that would be blue before that would be green and so on as i was reading i remember looking at the blue and i was like oh my god i think i might be blue but i bet everybody thinks that they're blue and like I can't be blue. I mean, here's this expert who's done all this hypnosis and like, that's kind of crazy. Like, could I really be blue? I don't know if I'm blue. There's <laughs> this whole mind thing. And he describes in his book how not very many blue souls actually came to his hypnosis work. He worked with souls that would say to him what color they were and they were hardly ever blue. I think he said he had one or two blue souls that ever came. And those souls he described as teaching him. <laughs> like absolutely being there as a gift to him to show him whatever he needed to learn next or to validate that he was on the right path and to keep him doing the work that he did. So I remember reading that and going, wow, <laughs> like that's, that's truth. I feel the truth of that. And then also not quite knowing what to do about it and continuing my own journey and then eventually starting to write the books of what I was remembering and do the work of what I was remembering. Along the way, the, the story of Gaia, this planet Earth that we inhabit, just kept becoming more and more center stage for me like Gaia Earth what's happening here and I kept um, hearing or seeing it described as the tiny blue planet in the whole scheme of the universe it's this tiny little blue planet that's floating through space <laughs> that has all of this magical consciousness shift that's happening within the energy field of Gaia like wow how can a tiny blue planet have all that it's like Horton hears a who. How can this whole world <laughs> be existing in this tiny little thing that could just blow away if Horton happens to drop it, right? <laughs> what, how that connects with colors. This is where, this is the part where I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to explain it and then we'll see how it resonates with you. I have had this awareness, this experience that I I am here to complete my journey by evolving to purple and that in all of my remembering and my awakening, that's the evolutionary process for me that's moving me through blue into purple. And, and it's perfect because that's the completion of what my soul is experiencing here with Gaia. And I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm so loving it. And last year around my birthday when I turned 50, I had this absolutely incredible ceremonial experience and in that I I remember having this and I don't know if I've described this here yet but I remember having the simultaneous experience of being here on earth looking out at the universe like literally seeing the universe from this moment from this body and the vastness of the universe the the like huge array of colors of the universe, the noises, the movement, the creative energy that looks like chaos, like all of this color and magic and amazingness, technicolor, right? I, I felt that as earth looking out at the universe and then almost immediately flipped and could feel all of the energy of the universe looking at Gaia at earth. 
and watching how the color of Gaia was alchemizing into purple, like moving from blue into purple, having that same shift in consciousness that a soul has, that same arc of the rainbow colors. I don't believe we knew, maybe we knew Gaia, maybe that's the wrong thing to say, but what we know now as Gaia is her blue stage of evolution. But she's been the green planet. She's been the red planet. She's been the white planet. She has evolved her own consciousness. Her own energy has evolved just as all of us as souls have. We just get to play in her energy. Lots of souls get to come be in her energy because she's this bigger energy. And, and that's how it's designed and it's beautiful. But she's shifting. She's evolving. And I could see that from the simultaneous experience of being here and being there and as I was watching from the universe Gaia evolving into purple like this like the bliss the pride the magnificence like the the just the overwhelming majesty of that happening while we're here is incredible it's absolutely incredible and there was this feeling in me of how does everybody not know? How are we not talking about this? What is happening that the whole of humanity is not sitting on the ground just loving this planet for existing and evolving from blue into purple? Like, how are we so busy that we can't, we can't honor this incredible moment? It's like when a baby is born into the world and the baby bursts out of the, if we do a vaginal birth, right, bursts out and starts screaming and everyone in the room starts crying because life has just birthed. <laughs> and there's, there's just such a magnificence to it. And your whole body is just like vibrating with the gift and the, the magnificence, it's the only word I have, of that moment. And the whole room feels it because the world has shifted and new life has just entered and begun. And we in that room are, are privy to that moment of the miracle of it starting. And it changes a person to be in that experience. That's how I felt. I was like, how is the whole world not shaking with like awareness right now that Gaia is evolving to purple, that the consciousness of this planet is reaching a new threshold. She's transitioning. She's birthing <laughs> into the next phase. How do people not know this? <laughs> how did I not know this? <laughs> I've kind of felt it. Like, how did I not know this? And I just remember sitting in the room like, what? what do we do? How do I wake everybody up? How do I tell them? And receiving the clear message from Gaia that was, it was so beautiful. It was like I could, I could feel her say, this is just for you right now. This is your choice to allow yourself to see this that has given you the gift of seeing this and all of those who have already seen this are aware of this and also aren't sharing it yet or you all just haven't gotten together to talk about it and compare notes <laughs> but yes like yes this is just a quiet awareness for right now and the time will come where you talk about it more and I just oh, I floated in that for months just in awe at our planet's evolution and 
so good. <laughs> and I had written about some of that in Just White Light. I had talked about the evolution of the soul and all of the colors and the rainbow. I'm aware of all of that. But the connection with Gaia's moment of evolution hadn't quite come back fully into awareness. And so I've just maybe shared here or there with a couple people, a little few nuggets maybe in the podcast, but I haven't articulated it in the way that I could feel Daya, Wayne Dyer this morning saying to me, like, we need to talk about tranquility and we need to talk about that in connection to the color of purple. And the way to do that is by describing what is happening with the consciousness of Gaia. And when you name what you know to be true, there will be those who resonate with that and understand and feel that and it will bring tranquility to them. And there will be others who are not ready to feel or receive that yet. And that's perfect. And there's no right or wrong. But the more of us who are in alignment and awareness with what's true, <laughs> with what's evolving and shifting at a planetary level, the, the more we can bring that calm, quiet vibration into all that we do and are. And that supports, well, all of it supports Gaia evolving, but the tranquility is like, like if you're on a boat, I'll use this image, maybe this will help. If you're on the ocean and you're on a, you're just out sailing, enjoying the ocean, right? This would be Gaia's energy. Like we're all just on this ride, this waves of whatever is happening in our life that is the human experience in Gaia. And then the waters get really, really choppy. That's what's been happening since COVID. It's amped up, right? The energy is amped up. And so lots of people are just holding onto the boat and trying to not throw up and trying to not get knocked overboard and trying to just stay in the boat. <laughs> but they aren't even aware of where the boat's going or they don't even know why they're in the ocean or they don't even know why they're in the boat with the people they're in the boat with. <laughs> they don't even know why there are waves. Like it's all just so confusing and it's all so unknown and all of that turbulence. It's just... It makes things so unpredictable. And so the chaotic feeling, the chaotic feeling, the energy, the, the number of souls on this planet all going through this energetic turbulence is what is uh, supporting Gaia transitioning all the way into purple. It's like that energetic fuel activation, like the steam in the steam engine. That's the energy that's helping her to evolve into that full color of purple there has to be an activator an agitator an alchemizer or she would just stay blue forever but the intensity of the emotion and the ups and the downs and the rockings and the blah blah blah, blah, blah right like all of the mind and the body chaos that has been happening is the alchemy that is guiding her into her next color when I feel like that's already happened. Like she is purple in my understanding. She is purple now. And all of this energy is what has allowed that to happen. But it's just like in a rainbow. When you look at it, you can't tell where the line between blue and purple is. It's just, it just shifts into that. It just evolves into that next color. And it's the same, I believe, for Gaia. Is there one specific day on this planet where she turned purple? I don't believe that. But I believe over the last couple of years, we have 
we have moved with her into the color of purple. And now it's about her deepening the shade of purple, deepening into the majesty of who she is. And so if the waters in the ocean have been rocky and everyone's just trying to hold on to the boat and all of this energy and turbulence, we've almost gotten accustomed to that where it feels normal, <laughs> which is so strange. <laughs> and I believe the message from Wayne Dyer that came through so clearly this morning, thank you to my friend Alicia for the nudge to ask for the word. The, the message of tranquility is, okay, we can now calm the waters. We can now bring the boat to the dock and allow people to step out of the water and take a seat on the grass or take a seat on the beach or, you know, just find their, not their sea legs, find their land legs again, find their, their ability to stand on their own two feet and choose where it is they want to walk and what they want to create next. That tranquility guides the boat out of the rocky waters and into the safe harbor and whatever the next step will be. And so when, when we make the connection between purple, the evolution of the color of consciousness that souls are experiencing and Gaia is experiencing, when we make the connection between purple, the mastery, and tranquility, how they're connected, when we move into the color purple, we are more tranquil. We are peaceful and quiet. Because there is this understanding inside of the soul that says it's all perfect. Everything that is happening exactly as it's unfolding is perfect. And there's nothing I'm doing wrong or you're doing wrong or anyone is doing wrong. We're all just part of the mechanism that is supporting Gaia into this next evolution and we chose that or we wouldn't be in the energy field of Gaia we would be somewhere else and many have said I don't want to be here anymore I want to be somewhere else and so they die and they go somewhere else and I say that with incredible reverence and love for those who die by choice or by death which is also by illness which is also choice all of it right like star <laughs> Someone is transitioning. <laughs> Star's like, woohoo! <laughs> I don't know if you can hear him. You probably can. He may bark for a couple of minutes if someone's outside or there's a really good squirrel. <sighs> so, it's a lot, right? I, what would I most want to, how would I want to summarize it? I feel like we, in the human experience, we get very caught up in the timeline of past, present, future, specifically our lives. Like, I'm born, I live, I die, and what happens in my lifetime? <laughs> Many. That's how we experience the journey. I don't know if we ever pull back far enough to go, what's Gaia? What's Earth's timeline? When was she born? What phase of her life is she in right now? And when does she complete her journey? Or does she ever complete her journey? Is she infinitely sustainable, as I believe? Like, she'll exist forever until the universe stops existing. How do we know, right? We are not the consciousness directly of Gaia. We're in her energy, but we're not her unique soul. But have we ever looked at her timeline? 
scientists do, but I don't know if they see it from a consciousness standpoint. Maybe they do. I think they see it more as ice age, dinosaur age, <laughs> big bang, whatever, right? <laughs> like water. Like, What about the, the journey that the soul of Gaia is taking? Why does she exist? What's her purpose? And has she fulfilled that purpose? Is she almost at the end of fulfilling that purpose? When we expand her timeline out, like it's like this. <laughs> when we expand her timeline out and then we look at us, if this is the beginning of Gaia and here's the end of Gaia, I feel like we're right, we're right here. Like we're right at the end of what she's here to experience. And if we connect that in with the evolution through colors, that would mean we're right here in purple with her. And if her consciousness is coming to this place of full wisdom, full knowledge of who she is, absolute alignment with her soul's purpose, coming to a completion, a mastery of why she first existed ever, right? From my humble understanding, from what I've remembered, it's to play with time and space and the density of matter. If she's coming to the completion of that or to the mastery of that, then we who sit in her womb are not puppets. That's not the word. We're just the elements that she's playing with in her own mastery of what she's here to experience. So if she's moving into tranquility, then all of this turbulence is going to come to some sort of completion because she will want tranquility in her energy field. Not all of this turbulent drama that was the agitator that was necessary to get her into purple tranquility. It was like for me, I needed the complete upheaval in my life through divorce and going from being a stay-at-home mom to working full-time in a high-energy intensity <laughs> environment, going from a relationship that completed with all the guilt and shame I carried from that into a new relationship that was just pure bliss. Like I, I needed the alchemy of all of that happening in order to like propel me into my next phase, my next evolution. If we stay comfortable in the same, we're, we're just going to stay comfortable in the same. And maybe Gaia has been blue for many generations, <laughs> for many ice ages. Like we don't know, right? We don't know fully. Only she knows. But if she's evolving to purple and here we are also evolving to purple, we're going to be carried into that tranquility with her and the volatility is going to come to more rest to more peace and I feel like those who feel the truth of this message who can resonate with what I understand and I'm sharing with you our work is to embody that tranquility to be that tranquil purple consciousness and hold that safe landing with her and with all other souls in human bodies who choose to stay and be in a place that is tranquil. And I don't know what that means fully. I don't know what that looks like. I don't have the big vision. Gaia does. She is her own 
sustainable energy <laughs> with no need for oversight anymore. <laughs> and so I am a student <laughs> of Gaia like everyone else. <laughs> I think another image that will be really helpful um, just to understand this, uh, the alchemical process. So my friend Lisa makes these amazing tea blends just for her friends. And um, last week we had an activation happen. She's doing some beautiful big work. And so she concocted a new blend and called it Infinite Embodiment, which is the name of my business. She, and it's, anyway, she concocted this beautiful blend and brought it over to show me because <laughs> the exact combination of ingredients that she used took the drink when it brews, took it from clear to blue to deep blue to purple. She made me a purple tea <laughs> that I get to watch as it moves from blue <laughs> to purple. I mean, my jaw was on the floor. I'm like, how did you do this? And so she described how in the blending of the specific herbs that she brought together, she has some that are blue and some that are like a pinky color, but there needed to be this uh, chemical reaction, naturally chemical reaction that happened. And so she introduced, I think, lemon rinds or dried lemons. And the acidity from that is what alchemizes into the purple. And so it's this incredible tea. It's beautiful and it tastes amazing <laughs> and it has all this magic in it. It's so symbolic, representative of the process of the soul coming more and more into the body and doing that here on Gaia, which is physical. The tea is physical. You can watch the magic happen and then physically bring that into your own body. Like, what? <laughs> this is what happens when more souls evolve to purple. Magic, like the most magical things are going to start happening. We're going to see wizardry and witchcraft in like the highest expression of it. Energy, good shit is what we're going to see. <laughs> really good shit. <laughs> so this tea, I took pictures of the tea and I posted it on Instagram. But I want to give you the image to help you perhaps also understand what I'm describing in a different way. I think when we have multiple ways of seeing the same energy, it helps us bring it all together in our own mind, in our own consciousness. The tea in a glass, I took a picture. You could see at the bottom where it was um, turning to purple and then in the middle where it was like the blue and at the top where it was like softer pale blue. And then the next picture, you could see how the, the purple had moved through the whole cup. Like even the parts that were the lighter color, the purple moved through all of it. That's what's going to happen when, when Gaia's energy consciousness is purple. Everyone inside is going to have that energy, that shade of purple move through their soul's experience and shift it. I don't believe that means everyone on Gaia evolves to purple in this experience, but the shade of purple infuses, the majesty of Gaia infuses what the soul is moving through. And so every soul, in my humble opinion, I believe, every soul who exits Gaia after being here during this time of transition will have also evolved at whatever level they're at. Their color will also have shifted to a, a next level color because of being here in this moment of transition. 
why wouldn't a soul come here? <laughs> That's why there's this line. <laughs> I keep describing it. I'm like, I see a line of souls outside of Gaia going, please let me have a moment to go be a baby and go through this experience and feel what's happening there. Because just entering the womb and being in this, the physical experience of Gaia advances that soul. So a lot I could take this conversation in 20 other directions because right now my mind is like talk about how that impacts fertility <laughs> like no like there's so many ways we could go with this and also in this moment I feel like the the call to action yeah it feels like a call the call to action is to those souls who resonate with what you are hearing or feeling or experiencing as I share all of this whether it's through the video with my eyes whether it's through the audio with my voice when you hear this, if it resonates, your work to do is embody tranquility, to keep your focus on being tranquil as often as possible. Tranquil means calm and quiet. Don't add to the chatter. Don't add unnecessarily to the chatter. Add your tranquil energy to the chatter. Add your tranquil guidance to the conversations. And then feel it be be tranquil as much as you can and that is our mastery that is our evolution of the next level of our growth as a soul can you be in the chaos in the physical body in the physical uh, mind <laughs> in the egoic mind can you be here and choose tranquility as often as possible bring yourself continuously back to that neutral state where you're not agitated, where you're not in the chaos and being ridden along on the waves? Can you keep your center and your focus and be, feel peaceful? And that probably means focusing on breath, drinking more water, nourishing yourself, putting some boundaries up if you know the boat is rocking too hard and everyone's trying to pull you to the edge to help you have them not drown like come back to your center create your oasis create your cocoon as much as you need to so that you are tranquil and then go back into the chaos and the activity and bring that energy everywhere you go and I feel like Gaia supports that this this message this nudge from wayne dyer's consciousness to mine <laughs> through alicia this nudge is it wouldn't be a message to send out at this time in this way unless it was in alignment with gaia supporting this happening or i wouldn't have been so clearly guided to say it today why today jupiter's in aries now it's time for action and action is our choice to be tranquil to embody purple and walk around this planet as purple tranquility and then more and more of us doing that that vibration is powerful and in alignment with Gaia so when we're in alignment with the womb with the host planet she supports that and so that's going to be amplified Yeah, <laughs> there's a part in my mind that's like, it's 
any of that make sense? <laughs> and also, <clears throat> my throat. <laughs> also, I don't know that it's supposed to make sense. I feel like it's supposed to be a feeling, uh, a knowing, a truth, and it resonates or it doesn't. And if it resonates, there's a request for you to be doing this with me to embody purple tranquility. And let's see what shifts in your journey, you know, connect with Gaia, deepen your relationship with Gaia, go walk outside. The purple in my garden is extraordinary right now. I'll take some pictures and post on Instagram some of the purple that is just flourishing <laughs> in my garden. It's so beautiful and it brings tranquility just to look at it. So go buy some purple plants, go buy some purple flowers, put purple clothes on, wear put purple around your house, get new purple sheets, <laughs> whatever, right? Do whatever it takes. Get some purple tea. Tell me if you want some of the infinite embodiment tea, and I'm sure I could find a way that we could get that to you. You'd have to pay for it because I support creation financially so that those creators can keep creating. <laughs> so let me know. Anything else? Yeah, I think the other thing I just want to add is like how grateful I am to be here in this energy of Gaia as she's moving through this experience. Like, it's the same reverent gratitude that we have when we witness someone being born or we witness someone dying and exiting Gaia. That reverence for the journey and I feel that right now. So I think part of Part of the tranquility could also include gratitude. And I think that the gratitude brings more tranquility. So that's what I got. Enjoy your weekend. Get outside. Soak up the sunshine. And I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Facebook or Instagram in a community I call the Gaia Tribe Reunion, where we show up together to share our soul's gifts, what we came here to Gaia to contribute to humanity. You can learn more at viviangerard.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.